The Everything Else is powered by Abstracta and Learning. Hello, hello. Welcome to a weird episode. Yes. <laughs> This is the last episode of the year. And because we were tired and exhausted and December-y. And a bit stressed out. Yeah. Bit stressed December. Out. Yeah, December. So we decided that we were going to do a final episode, but we were going to make it sort of like a soundbite so that we could improvise it, talk about what we wanted to say, share it with you guys, but also not be unkind to ourselves in terms of demanding things at this time of the year. Yeah. So... We're setting a stopwatch because also we've been practicing all year. I think we I think we can do it. It's not five minutes. We're setting a stopwatch for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. <laughs> and we are going to be... It's somewhere in between. It's, it's an episode between. and so a soundbite. It's a long, weird sound, soundbite. And we're going to be talking about end of year cycles and everything that that implies. Dun, dun, dun. Are you ready, Veda? Ready as I'm setting, as ever be. I'm setting the stopwatch. Go! Alright. End of year cycles. It's it's not December, but it feels like December. It's not December yet, but definitely in the air. So what feels like December? Because I think everyone... Disclaimer, we're talking about mostly in Latin American countries. I think we spoke about this in the last episode. Also, not in the last one, <laughs> the one that we did last year about surviving exactly. December. There's like a, a Molotov cocktail uh, in Latin America in particular because we have the end of the year, regular end of year, end summer of the holidays, year, summer holidays, end of school year. And it all comes together to a particular end of fiscal feeling. year. So I think a lot of people can identify what we mean by feeling December. -y. Let's go into that a bit. Yeah. How do you feel, Vera? December. -y. <laughs> so what th that means for me is there's a little bit of anxiety in December. Yes. What else? What's for December? For me, it's quite moving. I tend to do these balances. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And that always moves me, and it gets me into an introspective sense. Like, what was the year like? What Expectations year? versus reality. Yeah, things that were a priority for me and how that went. Um, Are you kind to yourself when you do that? Oh, sometimes not so much. <laughs> <laughs> not so much. Because that's what happens with balances, right? Like, you do them and then they, at the end you're always, like, so judgy, right? Yeah. Uh, of yourself. Well, that's an exercise mm. to do them. Celebrating. Without being judgmental and just celebrating or accepting. But celebrating in the sense of this is what we could do, right? Mm. Yes. I did my best. Yes. With what I had. <laughs> and if it's anyone's fault, it's fucking life's fault that <laughs> threw lemons and I tried my best to do lemonade. I tried my best. <laughs> exactly. So what does, what does closing a cycle imply? You said balances. What else? There's a... A future sense to it, isn't there? Oh, in, especially in the workplace, mm. right? Everything is projecting to, okay, so we couldn't do it this year or this is what we learned this year and let's move forward. Like turning the page quite quickly, maybe. Sometimes mm. it feels like that for me, maybe. Yeah, yeah um, like move along, move along. Okay, <laughs> okay, we couldn't do it last year. Let's plan the next one. And so you're closing the year, you're not even finishing to savor it, and you're already projecting onto the new one. So there's a lot of future implied. Yes, and that brings lots of anxiety. 
because anxiety is like an excess of future. Anxiety is an excess of future. So when you when you're closing a cycle, you have like one foot in in the past, sort of reminiscing and and at the same time you have a lot in the present because you you come from winter, especially here, and mm. you see the first um, days of spring, summer, and you want to get out. Back to seeing your friends yeah, or there doing is like more this sort of concerts, light. activities, yeah. yes. get-togethers. So there's a lot happening. A lot happening. So what happens when your mind is full? Ha! Can I buy more space, like in Google? <laughs> I wish we could. <laughs> I certainly would need that sometimes. I would definitely buy more space, like five percent, ten percent more. <laughs> Just something that would give me like ah, oh, a little break. So what can we do? Until that is possible, until Elon well, <laughs> invents it. Elon, are you listening to us? Um, the I first thing, as with always, with everything, is acknowledging it, right? Acknowledging that the end of the year is not just a regular phase. It's, you know, in, in IT, it's very common to divide the years into quarters. Okay. And I know that there are some quarters that we can... They, they, they tend to have more action in and others, like they have a rhythm hmm. and they have a lot to do with what's going on also in our personal lives. It's interesting that you mentioned that. Difficult to say it in the workplace, right? It is. But, but it, yeah. But it's interesting that you mentioned that because when we divide quarters in our company, it's usually more oriented to what's going on outside, right? Like mm -hmm. me, and, and I'm guessing in most companies, it's, yes. it's the end of the fiscal year, or it's this or that, or this time of the year. And uh, I don't think it's something that that's There's not, it's not that common. There's not a room for the humanness no, no of room. the people <laughs> who do these jobs. So the first thing that we can do to try and make our lives a little bit lighter at this point is acknowledge that we're feeling December-y. Acknowledge it to ourselves first. Give it a word. Give it in, even having the word December-y makes it lighter because it gives us a common ground, a common word to mean all these Molotov cocktail, you said, and of because emotions. It, yeah, and, and it means something really different for everyone because we all sort of assume that feeling December-y is feeling like we feel, right? Like, because uh -huh. that always happens, right? You, f you think everyone feels the same as yeah. you feel, right? So but now, now you start listening to everybody, to each person's story, and it has a lot to do with how they're, where they're standing in terms of their family life, where mm. it's finding them in their personal lives and their own balances. I mean, yeah, what happened during the year? Did you have loss? Oh, did, yeah. did something happen? Was it a, a good year? Was it a prosperous year? Yeah. The other day we were talking at the office and some people said that they, they don't do any of these balances because at the 1st of January life will be exactly the same and nothing changes. It is true. It is true, right? However, there is like this feeling when we make like this pause that uh, we have a blank slate, like 365 new opportunities ne the next year. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> but we are wired for that, right? Yeah, but it's... Or like at least bombarded with that, more, more than wired for that. Well, They're yeah, yeah, it's the message that's being put across. I think the truth, as in everything, probably lies somewhere in the middle, right? It's not just a random day. Mm -hmm. Like, it is, 
mm-hmm. just a random date. But it's also not because the, of the messages that we receive, right? Culturally, it's not. Culturally, culturally. Mm. Because there is, uh, we are inserted in a culture. Yeah. So maybe objectively, technically, yeah, it's a random day. Mm. However, it's like a rite of passage, you know, that we are all doing together. So, yeah. It's symbolic. A, it's symbolic. We'll get into that. Um, <laughs> I think that that's something that's going to occupy a lot of space in this episode. So, um, okay, acknowledging it internally, acknowledging it externally. How can we acknowledge it, for example, at work? You said, okay, I mean, we have to assume that this is happening and it's happening for others. So having a word, having spaces where we talk about having check-ins, any other way you can come up with. And maybe being realistic about expectations that uh, we can set. Yeah. And helping others see expectations for themselves, like, like realistically. Because sometimes we have this, I wish I could do all this, and you always need an ally who tells you, are you sure this is your priority? Ah, oh, that's so I'm important. really grateful for the people who yes. do that for me. Yes. And people who sort of stand beside you when you decide that something is not a priority and who sort of prioritize your well-being and that. Um, yeah. We spoke about this earlier, right? Like when you make a decision, you're like, all right, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to save it for later. And when somebody else says, I think that's a good idea. Whatever you th- you say is is gonna be fine. And it's not that I don't <gasps> so care. Relieving. No. And they do that, making you feel supported, not like, oh yeah, I didn't give it really I didn't really care if you did it or not. It's yeah. not the same. No. Right? It, they understand that it's something that for you has a high cost doing it anyway. And so they'd rather you do it. It's not just that you get there, but how you get there, right? Yes. That you do it in your own terms, that you do it in a way that's positive for you. Yes. I think this is one of the biggest challenges of leadership, having an honest conversation. And honest conversation, also setting the boundaries you have to set, right? Because you are at work and you have to get stuff done. It's not that you're going to be like, oh, it's fine. Let's just not do anything for the rest of the year. Don't do it if you don't care. (laughs) Being generous is not about not having limits. Mm. and being compassionate we spoke about this and being compassionate is not about letting people do everything you want to do like my kids the other day said adults do any everything they want oh no we don't sorry buddy (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna have to work on those expectations (laughs) (laughs) but when we talk about expectations, I think this is material for a whole other sound right, right? But we spoke about um, living in reality and not in illusion, right? And and sort of establishing the limits, but not being delusional <laughs> about delusional. what you're going to do. But it's important, uh, assuming that not as mediocre, but as preserving your energy for a long term right not burning out not burning out yeah we're in a moment where there is a lot of burnout and this is one way in which we we can reduce it so um and also allowing people to recharge batteries mm. that's also about generosity but that's also uh seeing things seeing relationships and seeing people work and people and people who work long term mm. right because you're if we are burning out then uh, it takes us much longer to recharge if we ever get to recharge. Mm. And 
yeah, as, assuming that we're sort of machines that are not gonna get. I mean, there are times when you have to work a little harder. There are yes. some periods when you have to get something done, and that's the moment that you have to push through, right? Yes. Like being compassionate is also about understanding when that is, yes, and knowing that that's not always that can't be always mm -hmm. but there are times when that happens there are times when that happens and there are times of lots of growth even there mm. but it can cannot be sustained or the default mode so we we've talked about this and there's something that sort of we, we feel kind of lost in this time of year like we don't really have the tools to help us when we are overwhelmed when we're overwhelmed we don't really have the tools to I don't want to say survive. Maybe survive is a little bit too much. <laughs> well, for some people, <laughs> hang in there, right? Hang in there. So, but we spoke about this before. There is something that, throughout history, has helped us sort of glue all of this together and push through, and that is rituals. Turn, turn, turn. All right. So, my rain dancing. Always, my, my husband always uh, jokes about me talking always about the traditions, the traditions and rituals that bind society together. So we are at a time, whether you are religious or not, mm -hmm. uh, the messages we are being bombarded are full of traditions because, yeah. you know, we talk about the holidays and there are a lot of religious holidays at this time of the year, but also just, you know, regular rituals of families, for example, right? It is a moment of tradition, yes. of, of particular tradition It's and an introspective ritual. time. So what are rituals? Are we, we're not talking about rain dancing? No. <laughs> not here, at least. <laughs> not, it's not rain dancing and essential oils. What are we talking about? We are talking about practices that are social and that bind a community together. And they give us structure. Yes. And what does structure? I an identity. All right. So rituals, they provide a structure. They provide identity for us. And for others. And for and others. for us as a group. Because what does it, I mean, can I have a ritual on my own? That's an interesting mm. question. <laughs> the thing about rituals is that they are symbolic. Okay. So, um, we there are people who ritualize everything and that's okay. a complete different thing because uh, obsessive behavior yes, is like very OCD. fashionable right yeah. now. <laughs> but <laughs> Obsessive behavior is fashionable, okay. Well, yeah, it because is true. obsessive I totally agree people do very well in this world and um, they, they have some uh, skills. And psychos, and, we said. Yeah. <laughs> so, they, 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 they do certain things that actually pay off in this world. But uh, going back to rituals, what... The ones that we wanted to talk about today are the ones that give meaning to the society to society and give meaning to the community and give us with that a sense of belonging and that brings lots of positive effects because in in rituals you you mentioned today the construction of identity right in rituals you have the construction of your own identity and others because there is like they coexist the past and the present and the future yeah well, i don't know if so much the future but the past and the present coexist it, the future does because it's a constant so it gives you a sense of a, a certainty because of the repetition the repetition so the repetition part of rituals is something in a changing world like we're always talking about right that we evolve the every the context evolves having rituals provides us with this Calm. Calm. 
So you mentioned today, um, okay, these are the, the rituals are like the individual string that 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 pull the the invisible strings that that keep communities mm-hmm. together. We mentioned community. Community is like a, another buzzword right now. Isn't totally it? washed. <laughs> oh, community. All right. So why why is it washed? Um, what what's the difference between a community and a collective, for example? It's like sharing and all these words that uh, social media has found and reused, and now it's totally washed. Um, but let's uh, build community. <laughs> yeah, because everybody has realized that community is one of those very important things for us as beings, because we are with others. Remember mm. that phrase that we always say. So. Um, a group of people, right? When they are sharing time and space together, they are a group of people. But when they are sharing time, space, and a task, we said they are a team. A team. Right? They have something in common yes. and they are working towards that. Now, when you have a purpose together and not just a task, but something that makes you, that transcends yourself, that sense of purpose. That's a community. That's a community. You can feel, I, I vibrate with, with communities a lot. I can phys- feel it physically in, in my body, right? We were, uh, last time we were talking about rituals, we were mentioning, for example, concerts, yeah. right? Like when you go, that feel, it's electrifying it's, yes, for me. It's you electrifying. feel it like. It's a vibe. Yes, your hairs are on, on end and, mm-hmm. and, you know. Uh, goosebumps. Yes, yes, you had goosebumps. I, I read um, that in, in some rituals, I think it was in Spain, they had done like an anthropologi- anthropological study of people who stepped on um, like hot coals. And they had discovered that during the ritual, uh, all the people that participated, their heartbeats synchronized. Wow, that's impressive. Right, and and I, you know, when I read it, I was like, "Fuck, that's what happens." That's it. when when you go to like um, on the eighth of March, like the 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 March mm-hmm. for female rights. For female rights, it, you know, I feel that it's like this sense of community. It like makes me tingle, like, mm-hmm. I, and and I feel like emotional. I don't even know why. I can't because describe emotions it. are in our body, yes. and we are all the time thinking all these words to communicate but when we connect it's so much in a it's a it's much ma- more basic yes and it's in a physical aspect like we're rooted there you know i i i have the feeling that sometimes we get uprooted with all these liquid world that we live in like bauman talks about mm. it's also changing that we don't know where we are and all these traditions or rituals bring us uh they don't have to be the same old ones but there is a sense of repetition in a group in this community that you're building that makes you feel safer it may yeah yeah, yeah. it provides yes and when you're overwhelmed when you are overburdened when you are not when you're really anxious and you don't know what the future will hold or how you're going to make it past the future because your past is getting a hold of you or whatever reason you need something extra that frames you and that's what society does for you in those topic in those moments and so yeah that's what community does yes and that can be of great help so maybe the point that we are trying to make today is that is there we are living so there is a there is a point i do have one we are it seems that at times we are reinventing everything yes and there are certain things that 
society has already gone through this and we have found good enough resources to deal with this and rituals are a part of that. So maybe we can change them, we can resignify some things, we can um, make them more current to sen some sensibilities that we have now, things that now yeah, we know. You can change the food, you can change the people. You can make it vegan, friendly, I, you, you can adapt it. It's, and it's not but necessarily about... But we need some time about, for that. Mm. Dedicating time, being present. A, being present, dedicating it a priority. If we don't make that room for that, they won't happen. There is something that's really important for me that we we'll were talking to be about. Meh. <laughs> exactly, but let let let's go there for a moment. So a ritual is not a meh moment. No, we are at a time when we are there is like an excessive communication, but not connection. Mm -hmm. Right? We we have millions of photographs, but we don't really have memories. What we're talking about here is dedication of a space and time. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be expensive. No, but it has to be to focus on the essence of something, not just getting an off the rack stupid decoration. Or it has to be something that is meaningful, really meaningful for the group that is participating. And it doesn't it, have to be always bigger, better. No, it can it be can really be always simple. the same. It can be really simple. It, it can be like this end of year episode. <laughs> <laughs> Two people in in the same space sharing this with you guys, um, or at, at work. How can we do that? Oh shit! <laughs> we have no suggestions. <laughs> what are your ways of doing it? I think we're set with this gift. What do you think? Twenty yeah. minutes. It was a good job. Well done. Well done. Thank you for participating with us in this invention this year. Good job. <laughs> During this episode, we spoke about building community and we would like to know what our community thinks about ways in which we can have small rituals that can help us both at work and in our personal lives. Moving away from traditions that maybe are not the ones that we want to participate in or rituals that we don't want to participate in, but that might be new ways in which we can provide a meaningful space. Let us know what you think. Mm -hmm.